Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Oh. Ah. Okay, ah. okay, okay, we're not in a church. <laughs> no one's been murdered. Oh. <laughs> Someone's been watching way too much Midsummer Night. No, What's I've been it, watching Miss Marple. And now, been, yeah. now I'm on to Vera. Oh, are you on Vera? Oh. Don't get, don't go all dirty on me. <laughs> <laughs> Why, I bet there's been a murder. Oh, I don't know what that was. I'm yeah, so shut sorry. Up. Shut up. Oh, shut she's up. very good, isn't she? Who, you or Vera? <laughs> Vera. Vera. Yes, Vera, yes, you, no. Okay. Yes. Anyway, Hi, welcome everyone. to episode 31 <laughs> of Two Bottles In, even though we're not two bottles in. <laughs> well, that is a fabulous theme tune right there. <laughs> it's a jingle ready to mingle. Um, because we're not two bottles in, are we? I mean, well, what, are you drink- what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Oh, oh all right. God, you have been watching too much, Vera. <laughs> Very demanding. So, what are you drinking, pet? Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) But I'm glad I'm not in the same room as you. Jeez. So tonight, Philip, uh, I'm just I'm I'm a bit boring tonight. I'm drinking cider. Nothing really Um, exciting. It's the old moot. Is it moot or mout? Moot. Moot. Mout. Moot. Moot. Old moot cider. The classic kiwi and lime, which I think's lush. Ooh. Very addictive. Oh, yeah. Very, very big gardeny with some ice. Well, it was such a nice day today, wasn't it? It was so it lovely. Was lovely to be locked in the house. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to be locked in the house. <laughs> Look on, at the I'm sunshine. So, yeah, I'm so confused at what you've been doing for the last seven weeks. I've been locked in the house for seven weeks. I know what you've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah, know. So yeah, so it's just cider. What you on? What you what you got? Well, mixed, what you got? Mixed, mixed bag tonight. So I started off on a cheeky waitrose, Chenin Blanc. Oh, a Shannon lover Shannon. Which was five pounds something or other, and um, but then I thought, no, don't drink white wine all the time because you'll need to get this gone. So uh-huh. I moved on to also Waitrose because I've got ideas above my station Um, (laughs) Waitrose triple distilled pure and smooth vodka with some full fat coke because if lockdown has taught me anything it's a why have one ass when you can have two (laughs) (laughs) which I have affectionately named lockdown lard lockdown lard but you have the excuse of having given birth to a child. I, however, <laughs> do not have that excuse. I have just been giving birth to biscuits and crisps. <laughs> I feel this is like our musical number. You know, how you know, every, like, you know like when the government singing. said, oh, you can go out now twice a day or as many times as you want for exercise I've struggled with once (laughs) a week (laughs) (laughs) oh it's Sunday again better go and take the bins out (laughs) I've not been out oh my god 
No. And I think, listeners, we can see he's just about to break. <laughs> seriously, seriously, it's it's not looking it's not looking pretty. Oh, well, I don't think anybody's like particularly at their uh, peak. And I'm sorry, even if you've been doing Joe Wicks and all Joe rest of it, bloody Wicks. I'm sorry, but no one can be in peak physical condition doing what we have we've had to do for the last seven weeks. Is no. it eight weeks? Or is it eight weeks? <sighs> I don't know. It's all blurred now. I don't care. I've given up. It's yeah. It is really blurred. I don't really. <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue. I literally don't know where we are. I know that the first time Boris said it was the twenty third of March. So how long has that been? Yes. So that's over two months. Yeah. So what is it? No. No, nearly two, two months. months. Okay, nearly ju- two months. We've just spent about four minutes talking about how long this has been. Anyway, uh, so... Two months not- next weekend. Two months next weekend. There you go. You happy? I'm happy now. Okay, good. Carry on. So... <laughs> so how's the lockdown been for you, apart from eating an endless stream of food? Yes, chocolate has been my go-to. Hence why my this out of the three chins I'm currently uh, wearing, this one is the chocolate chin right here. Have you been tempted to like paint it black like Boy George did when he got fat? I <laughs> may have contoured it the other day. <laughs> contour the chin. I may have contoured. I contoured like drag queens contour. Like I did oh. here. I contoured around here. I know the listeners can't see because. Uh, thing, but I'm like it's the joy of podcasting. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I can see. I can see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I contoured like round my chin, so you couldn't see the, the chocolate chin or the donut chin, whichever way you want to talk about it. I think it's a miracle we get dressed most days. <laughs> oh, I have to say, like having a child in lockdown. There is no point in getting re- dressed like until <laughs> midday. No, <laughs> no. But slap so, yes. it, slap whatever on out for the best. But yeah, I mean, I don't know about our listeners, but for me, this week I think has been the toughest out of all the weeks so far. Yep, the last week has been my lockdown breakdown. Was it? Yeah, I think it, it was really, really no, tough. No, I mean, you know, we were saying before we pressed record, but, mm. you know, my God, there's people in much worse situations. Uh, we're not key workers. We're not on the front line. No. So every time I kind of find myself whinging, I'm like, snap out of it. <laughs> but um, I think we're just all a bit bored and... Sick of Zoom and just want to hug people and go to a beer garden and see my family and do all the things that you'd normally do and you can't do any of it and it's annoying. And then you see lots of people doing stupid things and Mm. as two people that are sticking to the rules, it's very annoying. Did you see that that they had broken up in London somewhere a seventy people rave? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I don't wish ill on people. However, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
because whenever I see anything like that or see Donald Trump doing his (laughs) thing, Mm. I just always think, well, I mean, it'll thin out the herd. (sighs) But the problem is that they won't be the ones that will get ill. No, it's always the nice people, isn't it? It will be the people that they go back to and they don't get how viruses work. And it ugh, just annoys me. Just stay at home. We're not being asked to do anything too extreme. We're being well, asked to watch Netflix. That's what I think there was quite a poignant thing that went around Facebook that said, like, you know, um, our grandparents, uh, you know, lost their lives you know, so yeah. we could have freedom. We went a war. We've been asked to watch Ryan Murphy. It's yeah. a different situation. <laughs> so but true. But I do understand that people are frustrated and it is annoying and it is boring. Mm. But, and it's not us, people our age or younger, that are going to suffer. We don't get that if we leave the house we could infect someone without even knowing it and just work out how viruses work and so what do you think of the um the thing about hiv you know how they're saying that the um this covid sort of lockdown could uh aid the um drop in hiv transmission it could yes so we're um working with 56 dean street the main social health clinic in london because just because of the length of the lockdown mm-hmm. and the window period of HIV, a lot of onward transmission could stop. So there could be a definite massive decrease in HIV infection. But it's not it going to stop periodic? completely because people are still hooking up, people are still having sex. Yes, uh, yes, I do know that is going on because I know a but, certain... And there's Mm. nothing we can do to stop that. But I think we stand a good chance of really interrupting HIV transmission and using using this opportunity for something good. But what would that do? If if you're saying interrupting the transmission, would that mean that there would be a drop-off and then there'd be less and less or would it just mean that there's literally a period of non no transmission and then when lockdown like eases it'll spike back up to regular sort of levels we don't really know because we don't know how it's going to work but for those you're most infectious um at the time that you are infected with hiv Hmm. so because people are saying that people aren't having as much sex during lockdown, if you were infected with HIV just before the lockdown and you order a home testing kit and get yourself tested and are diagnosed and get on treatment, then you are not going to pass that HIV on to anyone else. Mm. Whereas if we weren't in lockdown and you were super infectious, you would be infecting quite a lot of people. So, yeah... It, it it could work, but we know that people are still hooking up and people are still having sex, so we're doing the best we can with what we've got. Yeah. One thing that's really good about the lockdown is like work with homeless people. So homeless people um, historically don't interact with health services because of chaotic lifestyles and because 
they just aren't registered with any kind of healthcare. But because homeless people during the pandemic are being housed in hotels, a lot of organisations, including mine, are looking at ways that we can go into those hotels and test homeless people for a whole host of different infections, get them diagnosed and get them on treatment. We would never, ever have that opportunity. Yeah. So that is something really positive that's come out of this whole situation. And what we've heard this weekend is that this wonderful government are moving the homeless people out of the hotels and into kind of halls of residence and stuff like that. Basically cheaper. Um, But we just need to get them whilst we can. Yes, no, I get that. that's an once-in-a-lifetime kind of opportunity for a lot of charities to do some really good work. So, so yeah, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Yeah. yeah I think what's really amazing is kind of the way that charities and lots of organisations actually have responded so quickly and changed yeah. the way that they work in this bizarre situation. Like a yeah. lot of the lots of services are still being provided, and we've had to move stuff online, obviously. But I think a lot of people are still getting support, counselling, advice, information online. But they're they're still able to access support, um, which is amazing. Yeah, I definitely think that after this whole thing, I don't think the world's going to be the same as it was when we first entered. No this pandemic, um, people, and hopefully people, for the best. People can work from home. Yeah, we, yeah, we showing, now know that yeah. people can work from home. <laughs> no, but I mean, I can understand how this has been extremely challenging for a lot of people. You know, I know that they have discussed a lot about mental well-being and emotional support for people in lockdown because it's extremely difficult. I mean, obviously, you know, you and me are lucky because we have partners that we love that we're with, but there's a lot of people out there who, you know, are living by them by themselves or, you know, they um, are in situations that are not as desirable because they are living with certain people, whether it be a partner oh. or a, a housemate or someone who they just don't get on with at all, you know, and it can affect you. Like if you're in such an acute situation, it can be very, very intrusive on your day-to-day um, kind of positivity and sort of, you know, trying yeah, to get through I it mean, yourself. The two things that I really, <clears throat> I really think about are, um, and we're seeing it at the moment, um, like people that volunteer for charities and that's kind of their one kind of contact. Like they might volunteer for three different charities and that might fill up their week because they're quite isolated and mm. volunteer work has kind of gone to zero because a lot of the charities that would be open aren't. But also people that are in kind of domestic violence or abusive situations. Mm. Like anyone that's complaining... <laughs> That, that they're in the house with someone 24 hours a day and it's a bit tough because you're together all the time. But imagine it being in the house with someone that you're terrified of. Yeah, and absolutely. I think the way that domestic abuse charities have dealt with that by 
giving people like code words and passwords for um, when they're phoning people or when they're testing people <clears throat> is amazing. Yeah, and I mean... Which probably they... would not have happened. It might get a lot of people out of situations that... That's they, true, actually. You're pushing people into, yeah, into doing something about it that they might necessarily be brave enough to, to have done last, you know, before. Um, but, yeah, because no, I read an, a statistic, I think, about London, how there's been over a 45% drop in crime, but that would be much, much higher if they hadn't had such a high increase on domestic abuse. Yeah, I think domestic so this, abuse has gone about about twenty five percent. Yes, so. I thought it's twenty. Yeah, twenty five, twenty six percent, isn't it? So there's particularly um, focus. Sort of, uh, I know there's um, the police in Southwest London have a particular uh, is it task force group? Are they called um, to, yeah. to focus on it? There's a charity that's doing something about you can send a text message asking about a free facial cream or something. As if you're basically ordering just some bullshit online, but yeah. it actually puts you through to 909, basically. So I think those kind of creative ideas are amazing. Yeah, no, definitely. And because I, I can't begin to imagine. No, and that's the thing. I think sort of emotionally I've found you know the last two weeks I think for me have been particularly difficult and and I cannot even start to imagine how challenging it must be for someone in that kind of situation because if I'm living in a relatively um you know pressure-free environment and it's difficult Mm. for me how on earth is someone who is in a chaotic oppressive you know, mm-hmm. petrifying situation. I don't know how they're doing it. So, and single parents. <sighs> oh yeah! Oh my god! Shout out! Oh my! Um, I was speaking to a friend of mine today, the other day, who shall remain nameless, but she um, has two children, uh, aged thirteen and ten. Mm-hmm. Um and. She is a single parent. I think she gets on with her dad all right, but she dropped the kids off at the dad's this weekend because she reached the end of her tether. Mm-hmm. She said, can you imagine living with two people who hate each other? And, and, and rely on you for everything as well. Can't just blog about everything. And she said this weekend I reached the end of my tether and I just had to take them to their towns for two days she's going to pick them up on Monday but I mean it's a lot oh my god it's a lot to do your own job and it's a lot to look after two kids and it's a lot to homeschool them and I yeah they may see like I started this podcast of complaining you sod that my god I can't imagine can't imagine yeah it's funny it's funny how sort of you do get yourself trapped in those downward spirals of sort of you know woe is me victim me and you know aren't I I I mean I think the only like with me it's like it's not a long 
thing. It's like a maybe. Do you need to have like a tantrum a, and like then you're a minute, done. Like a minute where I'll go. Ugh, ugh, this is shit, <laughs> and then I'll go. That's it. It's fine. It's all right. I've got a job. I've got a roof over my head. Everything's fine. Yeah. There's booze in the cupboard. I'll go and find that. Like, you snap out of it. It's not, you know... But then there's people out there who, who, who won't snap out of it. I, I know, yeah. of, you know, a couple of my friends have uh, have not coped very well and they are in exactly the same situation as us where they are living with a partner who they love. They have a job. They have money coming in. They have booze. You know, they have food. But they're still struggling. They're still finding it really difficult. We're all you know? reacting in very different ways because there's no there's no manual for this. No, it's exactly. Bizarre. You've just got to find your own way of coping. And I do think, I was on my psychiatrist because I, after giving birth to Sophia, I maintained my um, sort of uh, sessions with my psychiatrist because... Uh, they thought it was really important for postnatal depression, etc. But luckily, I haven't had it uh, touch wood so far. And um, the, my psychiatrist spoke to me on Tuesday, and she said one of the things that you've got to be really, really cautious of is that you think you're okay, but then suddenly, because you're trying to cope so much, that you'll have a, you know, um, almost a break. You know, like it'll just. Mm sort of cut out and she said that won't be just you that'll be everybody yeah. because obviously being a new mum and everything you know it can affect it's more I, you know I'm going to affect Sophia if I if it happens to me basically so it's just trying to find things that will help you and she said the most important thing to help you is trying to interact with others so when I said to her that you know we do our gin night on a Friday she thought it was a yeah. fab idea and then one of the other things that we've started doing which I don't know if anybody else is doing um, I don't think it's breaking any of the rules but basically we have doorstep chats so people come people on their walks their daily walks they'll come round and sit um, we we give them a little stool to sit on, and uh, oh, like, oh like lovely Jack, like Jack, our friend Jack, and uh, my sister does it. My lovely friend Lauren does it. I go around and see Frankie, and we take a beer and um, or a drink, whatever, uh, or an ice cream, and we'll sit and. Uh, you know, Sophia will sit on the sort of just beside the doorstep. I'll sit on the door, the, like the door frame, and uh, we'll sit and have a chat. It's not breaking the rules. I've been to your house and that is two metres, I would say. <laughs> but yeah, so that really has helped so much for us to be able to interact with other people. And, you know, Lawrence and I sometimes sit together and chat to people or it'll be just me or it'll be just Lawrence because a couple of Lawrence's friends have come around and done the same thing. And we've done the same thing to our friend's house as well. So we've gone around to theirs, we've sort of taken it in turns. And yeah. I think that's really helps physically... Just talking to, to someone rather than it being on a face. Zoom. But also for it be, not being on Zoom, for it to be physical. That's the thing. Yeah. Even though you can't hug them or you can't, I don't know, sit next to them, the fact that you're physically interacting with someone I think has really, really been like a real positive thing. So no, we did it today. So Warren went out for a walk with his friend Robert, who he's not seen for two months. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going on the walk, but... Robert could stand at the bottom of the steps and I could, like, 
has a new job going, it's fine. Um, it's just nice to see somebody else. Yeah. And I'm sick of Zoom. Yes, yeah. this is this is interesting, actually, what you said earlier. And I must admit, obviously, I'm on mat leave, so I don't have this, but there must be other people out there who feel exactly the same way as you, that you were saying that you spend all day on Zoom meetings and then you come, well, you come home, you, you are at home, but <laughs> you uh, you end your work day and then all your friends are like, oh, let's Zoom. And you're like, okay, if I yeah, can do it, I don't so want to do was, another Zoom. I was talking to Paul Steinberg, ex. Guest of the pod, former guest of the pod. Former, not ex. Ex guest. It was his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to you. And, um, yeah, we'll just pretend that never happened. Um, <laughs> Don't make me get out the recording we did before this, Philip Rag. No. Um, but yeah, we were talking yesterday. I FaceTimed him on his birthday and we were saying, I. On average, I'm having about three or four Zoom meetings a day. Mm. And as much as I want to see my friends, and I love my friends, and I miss my friends, and, uh, I associate Zoom with work. So mm. it's very hard to kind of... That's the last thing I want to do when I close the MacBook um, at the end of the day. That mm. that closing it is very important <laughs> It's like leaving the office. It's like, that's it, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that means I'm sat with Warren and we're watching TV and we're doing having dinner and da, da, da. But it means that I'm not really seeing anyone. But it's, it's, it's tough in these times because, you know, I have... We have a gin night on a Friday, which I love, yes. with Maria, yeah. former guest of the pod. <laughs> um... And with Warren's family, we have a family quiz on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And that's about it, really. Um, I was supposed to FaceTime loads of people this weekend, and I didn't. I don't think people I don't should... I can, what, I can WhatsApp people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should feel guilty. I don't think anybody should feel guilty about not getting involved. Like, if they don't want to get involved, it's okay. Some people are desperate to be involved and to have that communication via Zoom. But I think it's okay not to do it. If you want to close that laptop and then just spend time with Warren and you'd rather physically interact with people, then, yeah, it's fine. You know, now that the, the lockdown rules have eased, which means you can go for a walk with one friend, I think that's going to be a huge plus. You know, we were even just talking before the podcast saying that now that you're allowed to go any distance for exercise, you know, it does that mean that we can come down to Brighton and see you and have a two-meter sort of distanced walk together? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? You, which means you can drive. Be yeah, exactly. So drive to as me, far as you like. I think that I think that's going to help, and it's sort of making sure people know how to respect the. It's just about being sensible. This is again going yeah, back to what my psychiatrist stupid. said. Yeah, don't going back to what my psychiatrist. <laughs> Stop being stupid, everybody. No, but it's logical. That's the thing. Unfortunately, these rules have been put in place. The psychiatrist was saying these rules, unfortunately, have to be put in place. And, because and there the are good thing who is think. that they've been really clear. They've been very clear about what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do. I'm not confused at all. And that's the main thing, isn't it? I'm going to stay alert. I'm going to look out for that invisible virus. I'm going to do that. Okay. 
<laughs> don't want to get political. I was going to say, we promise we won't get political. <laughs> but, you know, for all those people living in London, don't get on public transport, drive to work. Oh, by the way, they've just increased the congestion charge. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, have fun. <laughs> well, uh, nobody's social distancing and cheating, I can tell you that. It's awful and cheating. Oh, thank them tooting each other's toots. Yep, they are literally. But but <clears throat> anyway, so let's anyway, uh, let's let's digress. Let's change else. the subject so, change so the subject. drastically. So, yes. So I want to ask, how's the new job going, Pip? Because we haven't talked about it yet. New job's going really well. Very remote. Yes. Very remote. For um, an outreach worker, very different. Yeah. So obviously working in Brighton around the time that Brighton Pride should be happening. That's not happening. Um, but, yeah, we're just kind of doing what we can do. We are, you know, doing lots of stuff on social media. We are sending out condoms and lube by post. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are sending out HIV testing kits and sexual screening kits um, that you can do at home. Um, we're offering services where we can talk you through doing those tests if you're a bit nervous so we could do a zoom with people to make sure they're doing it right um we are doing outreach on apps like grinder we're doing as much as we possibly can which all sexual charities are doing as well um yeah and you know it's just weird because my job specifically is you know coordination sexual health work in bars and pubs and clubs and saunas and all the places where social distancing is practically impossible. So we are trying our best to come up with a plan as to what that would look like when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is realistically the end of the year, maybe early next year. So Yeah, that's true, yeah. We'll see. But it's fine. My team are lovely. And you're enjoying it. Yeah. I just I just really want to meet them and touch them. <laughs> mm. I mean, not touch them inappropriately. inappropriately. <laughs> Give them a hug. Yeah. Introduce myself. Yeah. Give them a handshake. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. But it's Ooh. it's fine. I th- mm. We're all doing what we can do. But yeah, uh, yeah. and we are um, having our Friday night gin nights, which yes. are going very well. Yes, they are. Very, very expensive. <laughs> yeah, admittedly, that's what me Lawrence was saying. So basically, for our listeners, the concept is, I don't know if you've seen some of the um, Instagram posts we've been putting up, but every Friday, Philip uh, and Warren, Lawrence and myself, and our lovely friend Maria and her partner Gabe. And her husband Gabe. Yes. Um, we all sit on Zoom and we buy, we take it in turns to buy a bottle of gin that we send everybody and uh, we all try the same gin. Now, as Philip has just mentioned, it can get a bit pricey because uh, gins aren't cheap. Yeah. And we are enjoying well, sometimes them Sometimes it's like recommended uh, like fruit. Oh, the mixes. garnishes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, you're like, oh, God, I've got to get fresh ginger. <laughs> Thank God none of them require flour. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, don't get me started on the lack of plain flour and tooting. Oh. I'd be selling my ass on a street corner for some flour. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I know. I really miss making, like, we, we, I love making scones and pancakes and things like that and haven't been able to make them for ages. No. Um, no. But, uh, but anyway, back to gin. Uh, yeah, so we've had some fab gin. Like we've had, we've some, had some really good ones, gin. haven't we? Um, which has been great. And uh, we got we got some delivered today from lovely Maria Flagingo, which I have had before, and it's great. It I'm looks very, lovely. Yeah, I'm very excited about that one for Friday. So yeah, we just kind of. I mean, it's it, it's a blatant excuse just to have a big old catch up. But it's nice to have some gin to go with it. Definitely. But I think what's nice, you know, obviously it's a lovely catch up. And selfishly, from me, my point of view, it's nice. Um, and I don't know whether Maria, I hope Maria would feel the same. But because Maria and I have both got babies who are, um, Isla is two weeks older than Sophia. But actually, they were due on the same day, like between the. Yeah, so Isla was early, early to the party. Yes, totally. Isla was two weeks early and. Uh, um, oh no, she was three weeks early, wasn't she? She was three weeks early because because Sophia was six days early, and um, yeah, it's really nice just for us to sort of like stop being mums for a second. And, yeah, but uh, also have like a drunken mum conversation. <laughs> yeah, we do moan a lot, don't we? We do have a bit of a rant. No, about but her. I kind of like that because you make <laughs> you make it normal. It's yes. not like you're being mums. Yes, we're just having a rant. <laughs> you kind of go, does yours hit herself in the face as well? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right then. And then me and Warren kind of just sit and go, oh, good God. <laughs> I'm glad we're not having to do this. Yeah, I'd just like to clarify the listeners that Sophia and Isla went through a slight stage, what Philip mentioned, in where they thought um, they had soft toys and they started like batting their heads with them. And I think yeah. it's just it's just explorative. It's basically trying to um, kind of gap, grasp sort of what uh, what is soft and what's not, and they're using their head as the, <laughs> the test, they're just smashing themselves brand. in the face. Yes. We've all done we've all done it during this lockdown. I've smashed oh my myself God. in the face a few times. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, Sophia today, she's learnt how to kiss today. Oh, just you wait till you get a She's learnt how to kiss? I think I was 26 before I learned how to do that. Girl, she's early. Open mouth and you just get a load of drool on your face. It's fab. Yeah, that's what I did when I was 26. (laughs) Well, Sophia's obviously advanced. You know, oh, I shouldn't say this. Oh, should I? He's going to listen so <laughs> is it something you tell him <laughs> Warren kissed me earlier and after we'd finished kissing he said oh, oh I think you've dislodged that bit of pork pie out earlier <laughs> romance is everything <laughs> so yeah Anyway, he's not going to thank me for that, but I don't care. Um, So, yeah. Fabulous. That's so funny. So, whilst you've been mothering, have you had a chance to watch the 12th season of RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes, Sophia and I have been watching The Mother and her 
little um, show. It's been fabulous, actually. <laughs> Sophia really likes it. She watches all the queens. Um, and yes, uh, I, I have to say, season 12, after all the grumblings and like moanings we've had over the last couple of qualifications well i just think this is a good season apart from the disqualification i think this is a good season i really i really really like the queens there's no there's no like super shade there's no like ridiculous contestant who is just making it worse for everybody else like no no one's been really annoying no no none of them have been annoying and that's where actually for the first couple of episodes i could not gauge my because normally you you have an instant sort of oh yeah like you oh yeah like you yeah it's like now it's down to the final three three three, yes because of the disqualification yes 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 yeah i would be more than happy Whoever won. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. I have to say, out of all of them... Because I think they're all very different and likeable and all got different merits. And, yeah, bring it on. So, if we should we do a spoiler alert or not? Is this, is this going to be... If you've not watched it by now... You've not okay, so we got five. down to the final five. Yes. and I'm Final the- six. Uh, yeah no yes no 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 down to the final five five. and then yes so obviously the the lip sync was jackie and crystal yeah and And i have to say like i love crystal but i loved jackie cox more and i think it's because of what she stood for i think that's what i like yeah um it's also the first rupaul's drag race queen that i fancied out of drag Mm-hmm. Jackie Cox. Mm-hmm. I think he's adorable. Very cute. Um, but yeah, I thought they both did really strong lip sync. And I think, what I think, mm. is that because we know that mm-hmm, has been mm-hmm. disqualified, mm-hmm. I think that Jackie Cox should be immediately put in. Yes, you said this earlier, yeah. The final four. Because they haven't filmed the finale. Yeah. And they're going to have to do it via Zoom. So what's the problem? Yeah. Just, but I know, I know, I know. Anyway, so I don't care who wins. I think they're all winners. Um, I agree. Yeah. I think it's a I, really, I, I, really strong season. I think they're all really great. And actually, didn't RuPaul say when it was... He said it was, six, like, his favourite top six. He said this, yeah, if I, I could have this top six forever. Yeah. Or something like that, didn't he? He said that they were all really strong, and he's never had a top six like it. Um, and so, also, I think Michelle Visage has been very good this season. She has. And also, I think Ru's been very supportive. He's kind of been a lot more optimistic he's and positive. He's been a lot more vocal. Yes, and very... Um, oh, hold on. Oh. oh, no. Oh, hold on. Oh, Sophia Petrillo is kicking off. That's just... Oh, no, she's fine. <gasps> Sorry, she's listeners. Fine. Yeah. I've got Sophia on my uh, on her little baby monitor. We've got, we've got Sophia on Satellite Link Up. Yeah. <laughs> she's coming live with the, uh, <laughs> with the results from the cut jury. <laughs> Oh my god! Did you see that A to Z th- A to Z A to Z thing of Eurovision last night? Did I see it? <laughs> ah, 
is awesome. I loved it. Did I see hours and hours of your vision last night? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, my God, it's so good. I loved it. Oh, Miss Eurovision. So sad. So sad. There was more Eurovision on last night than if there'd actually been the Eurovision Song Contest. That's true. It was on all day because Sophia, when she was having her nighttime <sighs> bottle, we were watching, uh, I think, what were we watching? I don't know. There was just so many of those Eurovision programs, wasn't there? No, it was just weird because, like, I love my boyfriend. He is the most amazing man ever. And he's really butch. And I like that about him. <laughs> Until it comes to the Eurovision Song Contest. And, and then and he goes insane. And last night, there were so many different Eurovision programs on, and he loves it. But it got to about midnight. Yeah. And I was like, if I hear Love Shine a Light by Katrina and the Waves <laughs> one more time... Uh, Things are going to start getting smashed. Oh, and bless. even he, even he, was like, yeah, it's been a bit too much. <laughs> well, at least he can admit it. And also, let's just say it, let's just piss all the gays off. ABBA, Waterloo, Brighton, 1974, they were massively out of tune. Anyway, apart from that... So, Massively out of tune. Anyway. So next episode, I'll be bringing to you uh, Philip's obituary. And, uh, it was <laughs> nice knowing and, him. Try and chew me, try and chew me. So also, um, I've been watching something that you have not been watching, but you need to watch. I know, it's on the list, it's on the list, yes. Okay. So if you haven't watched it, listeners, you need to watch a um, programme on the BBC iPlayer called Normal People. It is the best thing that has been on British television, UK television, since <laughs> Fleabag. <laughs> it's set in Dublin. Um, it is so good. It's so good. I love it with all of my heart. And I was devastated when it finished. You can binge watch all 12 episodes. Um, They go really quickly. Mm. And there's loads of gratuitous nudity, if that helps. Okay. So, Mm. and the soundtrack's amazing. So, give it a whirl. Also, Hollywood on Netflix. (gasps) I love that. And the final season of Shit's Creek is also on Netflix. Oh, yes, I saw that's been released. Oh my god, there's so much stuff. Have you watched? Did you watch Unorthodox? No. What the hell? That's um, it's basically on Netflix, and it's about um, it's based on a true story about someone who escaped. Uh, you know Williamsburg in New York, how it's all um, is it? Hey, oh shit, the Orthodox Jews. What they're called? Hey, hey, begins with H. Hasidic. Thank you. Um, and it's just what an incredible story it's mind blowing and it's all about this girl how she is pressured into obviously a marriage and then she escapes and goes to Germany and how she um, 
like finds her mum and oh, oh it's I'd, yeah you just gotta watch it it's incredible it's mind-blowing it's only like six episodes but it's it's based on a true Black. story and to think that's a true story just every time they were showing like when the storyline like thickened or plot or twisted or whatever i'm thinking fucking hell this actually happened to someone this actually Black. happened Oh, I love stuff like that. You know I love stuff like I that. I know you do, girl. So, you know, that's another one. That's another one on the list. And normal people, unorthodox, Hollywood. Normal people, Hollywood, mm. amazing. Mm. Season two of Pose is going to be on Netflix from next oh, month. what a good season. I cried, 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 cried through that. What an amazing... Can we have a little mini shout-out to the new Lady Gaga album that's going to be out on the 29th of May? Ah. Um, but also, podcasts, and I'm not talking about ours. Um, <laughs> Su- Susie Ruffle, mm. clang. Love her. Uh, has a semi-new podcast called out with Susie Ruffle, where each week she interviews a fabulous out LGBTQ plus person. Um, she's had Justin Lance Black, she's had Tom Allen, she's had Emma Kennedy, she's had Ruth Hunt, Baroness Ruth Hunt. Oh. Um, and she just talks to them about kind of their coming out journey. It's really, really good. I love it. And also her and Tom Allen have started doing their like-minded friends podcast again. Yeah. Where they talk about, you know, cryptic crosswords and um, returning things you don't like to John Lewis. So all the hot topics. I think that has to be one of the funniest. Obviously, you know, my dad wrote a porno and uh, there's Shag Married Annoyed and all the rest of them. But I think... Lightman and Friend is one of the most underrated podcasts. It's absolutely hilarious. Got me through my last breakup. Yep. Which you got your response from Tom. Oh, yes. And Susie. And also, uh, we might have talked about her on the podcast before, but there's a drag queen from Rotherham called Myra Dubois. Oh. And last night, she was on Britain's Got Talent. Which I have and to watch. I cannot believe she was on Britain's Got Talent. I need to watch that straight after this. She was a, and spoiler, spoiler alert, she got four yeses. Yes! Um, she was amazing. It was very funny. And they loved her. So, um, yay to the Myra. And the Vossel Tavern even got a shout out on Britain's Got Talent. So, yay. But Myra is a, like, legend in the drag world, especially in London. She's like, amazing. Myra Dubois, if you go onto her Facebook page, she's hmm. doing, um, I think she's doing two shows a week at the moment. She does, like, a Saturday night show, which is proper singing, cabaret, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And then on Wednesday night, she you can ask her questions via Twitter, like Agony Ant, and she will respond. Oh, that would be funny because she does In some. She sometimes does that on way. Instagram. On her Instagram account, doesn't she? She does that on Insta stories sometimes. Yeah, so um, she's um, she's doing very well, and now we can follow her journey on Britain's Got Talent. Oh well, I'm gonna. I've never watched Britain's Got Talent, but I'm definitely gonna watch I'm it. I'm not a fan, but now I am. Yes, you're gonna have to be now. 
So yeah. So, but that's some good stuff, I think, to help people through to lighten, you know, lift people's spirits and lighten the load and kind of get people through. I think there is just trying to find stuff that will help people through the lockdown by just watching funny shit. Mm. Like laughing helps laughing help crying helps and laughing helps those are two really strong emotions that can really help you cope you know because it helps yeah. sort of like burst that bubble uh for you in terms of the sort of emotional buildup that you may be having in sort of the biting of the tongue that you're having and the shortness of breath because you're trying to sort of not lose it at the person getting, that you're living yeah. with get into a youtube cycle that you can't oh, see brilliant. a way out of now the other thing I was going to say, like you know, we were saying about having thing, recommendations about how to get through lockdown. I don't know if any of our listeners have done this, but have you downloaded TikTok? Have you gone to TikTok? I've downloaded. I've not done one of these. I'm going to sound like grandma now. I've not <laughs> done one of these TikTok things. So I haven't. But all you have to do is follow people that you think are funny. Yes. And watch what they do. And some of it and is you hilarious. Don't have to do, you don't have to do anything. No, no, Just watch my God. Them. Ollie Murs oh, is a very good so example. So funny. Him and his Alison Hammond. Yeah. People yeah. like that. There are some very funny ones out there. And yeah. I would say, now, I am not a fan of... Who's the guy who does going out? Is that Shane McGuinness or Colin McGuinness? Oh, Paddy, Mag- Paddy, Paddy McGuinness. Paddy McGuinness. So his wife has a, a TikTok account that she does loads of... She must be a dancer or something because she's got a ridiculously, like, perfect body and quite annoying. But she tries to do all these, like, fitness and dance things. But then Paddy comes and, like, dresses up in the background. And uh-huh. it's actually quite amusing because she's trying to do it really seriously. And then he comes and, like ruins it for her but it's quite funny um and yes there's lots of things on tiktok loads of people are doing like these memes sort of you know like creature comforts and things like that like yes. they're doing just daft things and do you know what it just gets me through my day i just have a quick look on there and it's yeah. <laughs> just don't watch the news do not watch the news no well i don't know i've got a watch it once a day that's the thing. I think for me, like I was saying to you guys the other week on when we had gin night, I was saying what I have stopped doing is looking at the apps and looking at the newspapers online, not reading all the articles, because then you've got hundreds and hundreds of words of all these articles telling you all this stuff. Whereas if you watch sort of the six o'clock news, hmm. you're getting a summary. So you're getting like the touch points. And yes. that's enough. You don't, don't want to be engulfed. Scroll with it. through Twitter. Don't yes, exactly. Scroll through Twitter because you're just getting the news in lots of different voices. Yeah. Watch the Golden Girls. It's on at quarter past twelve every day on Channel Five. It's full of joy. There's no swearing. It's old women being hilarious. Yes, which actually <laughs> I watched it. Do things like that. Is... Do things that make you happy. The Golden Girls, I have to say, is one of those forgotten shows that I had forgotten how funny it is. It, I watched it's it the other week. It's everything. It is. It it's really is funny. I'll give it that. But yes, no, I think it's definitely like the recommendations and things like how do people get through this? I think you've just got to find the light in the dark and, you know, whether it is watching a TikTok or having a Zoom or going for a walk to try and sort of lighten the load or if people are having like troubles or difficulties, maybe we should maybe we should try and sort of like think of other things that we can help people with. I don't know. But um, just... Don't watch the news. Go outside. The weather is beautiful. 
fresh air is really important. If you can go outside, go outside. Um, And just, yeah. Don't feel guilty about not talking to people. Never feel guilty, no. And I think if you feel lonely, that's different. But if you feel that, do you know what, like, you you know, after you've had a hard day's work, it's all right not to socialise. And, you know, what about, oh, I'll tell you what else. What about using things like, you'll probably roll your eyes, Pip, but, you know, I play Words of Friends on, which I haven't played for, like, 10 years. But I downloaded that app again because yeah. it was playing with friends. So one of my... um like I mean, so buddies. many people are doing things like the 30-day song challenge or they're getting nominated on Facebook for those like, top 10 albums that have influenced them. I am I think I did the 30-day song challenge, but, I mean, it was fun whilst it lasted. But I also kind of find it interesting just to look at what other people are chatting about. And it's, they're only saying one album a day but it might be an album I've never heard and I might be like oh well the, the nine albums they mentioned were really cool so I'll give that one a listen like yeah just just interact with people in a different way who knows yep I definitely think so I think there's different things that you can do and you know and we do you know, know I think you do family quizzes we do yeah. a family quiz every Tuesday night with Warren's family it's just something to... It's like a interrupter. Yeah. And, I mean, if anybody wants to join the Proctor Family Quiz, because it's not really technically the Proctor Family Quiz, it is um, my eldest cousin, Mark, his band. Uh, it's a music quiz, and they do it every Monday night at 7 o'clock on Facebook. It's live. It's a live stream. Um, I'll share it on our page. Uh, and it's actually quite funny. Um, there's a lot of competitive people in there and the comments are normally quite bitchy because everybody's really competitive. So yeah. it's quite funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's tough. It's tough at the moment and nobody should feel guilty about being like frustrated or snappy or, you know. Exactly. We're not human doings, we're human beings. So just be and don't do alcohol. Ooh, that's a good ending. I know. I've been thinking about that for the last 15 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Ah, Hashtag. Hashtag nailed it. Yeah. Um... But no, it's true. Like, seriously, don't feel bad about not being 100% because I don't think anyone is. I don't think anyone's going to be for a long time. Yeah, and do you know what else? This is something I was talking to my psychiatrist about. The other thing is... (laughs) And another thing! (laughs) I know, I'm starting to sound like you. Um, Yes, I did go there. The other thing is that because if you've been furloughed or if you're you know, not working as much as you did because of lockdown, what have you. And you have this massive list of things to do. Oh, yeah, finally I can get round to sorting this out. Oh, yes. Finally I can learn how to hula hoop. No. No, don't worry. If you get it done, then fabulous. Oh, the side is going damn lovely. Uh, Or you could just be on a furlough, 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 (laughs) on a furlough. really need to stop singing on this podcast. I know, you're very, like, melodic tonight. It's lovely. Moronic. 
But but the amount of shit you've given me for singing, like you can fuck off. Ooh, look at me getting angry. God, it's gonna be one bottle in. (laughs) I'm three cans of cider in. Whoop whoop. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, whatever. Bye, right, see you later. Bye, right. (laughs) No, but seriously, we will be back soon. Um. For episode thirty-two, uh, actually, two yeah, we we said last episode. Oh yeah, because we're on lockdown, we'll have a lot more time to do stuff. Have we done many things? No, no we haven't. We should, though. We should, but it doesn't matter if we don't because we're on lockdown. It doesn't mean that we yeah. should and put ourselves under beings. pressure. No human doings. There you go. Okay. Okay. So you, you'll get one when we're ready to give you one. Can I see why Warren uh, chose you? <laughs> right. Well, thank you for tuning in to this extra special episode of Two Bottles In. <laughs> this four-hour-long episode of Two Bottles In. <laughs> How long has this episode been? Oh, we're on 56 Minutes. Oh, that's not too shabs. No. Okay. Totes Brills. Awesome. Totes Brills. <laughs> uh, oh, that should ban us from doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we will be back soon. Uh, with episode 32 of Two Worlds In. Thank you for listening. Give us a like, give us a love, give us a share. Yeah, share us with your friends. And actually, I have to, let's do a bit of a shout out to uh, um, uh, a new listener, but um, a great listener. Uh, Tan, I'm saying hi to you. Let's give you a chance because she gave us a message saying how much she loved the potty. Oh, that one's Yeah, so love, loving that you're listening, loving that you're loving, and uh, hope you're doing okay with your boy. And uh, yeah, lots of love. Yeah, to you. like, love, share, rate, review. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, it. everyone, have hope survive okay during lockdown we love you all very much we love you see you later everybody bye